Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So let's jump in and get started. So just to start off, I'll tell you all a little bit about myself. So my doctorate is in social work. I'm an LCSW. Uh, that's a licensed clin clinical social worker. Um, I do own a private practice for mental health. Uh, it's called Hall Counseling Services. And we specialize in treating racial trauma as well as the queer communities or LGBTQ plus communities. Um, I'm also the founder of this program called Healing the Whole. And it is, it's a yoga slash psychotherapy program um, that I developed along with Marsha Banks-Harold. She's a yoga therapist. And the purpose of the program is to heal racial trauma in African-Americans. So um, needless to say, this is definitely a passion of mine um, and has been, I would say, probably my entire life. Um, helping Black people in particular. So um, as a queer Black woman, um, you know, I definitely make it my mission to focus on the mental and physical health needs of the BIPOC community, um, as well as LGBTQ plus communities. And in my free time, I really enjoy, you know, traveling. Um, I love speaking. You know, this is also something that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, I had people asking me earlier today, they were like, are you ready for tonight? And I was like, you bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> like, I'm so excited about this. And also, I'm really happy to be doing it with Magda, um, who I had the opportunity to meet, I guess, a couple of months ago at this point. So this is um, 
really, really exciting for me for sure. All right. So I want to go over some ground rules um, just because the nature of our conversation, um, you know, it's a mental health topic. Um, I am going to read this just because I want to make sure that everybody is kind of clear on the expectations around this topic. Um, so as you know, the webinar is recorded and whenever people speak, you know, you can feel free to um, change your name if you want to. Um, your names, I, as far as I know, because this is Zoom, will be highlighted. Uh, feel free to mute your video, video if you want to. Um, you can type in the chat box if you're most comfortable or if you just want to sit back and relax and listen to the information and the stories and take everything in, you absolutely can. Um, but please, um, most importantly, please be respectful of everybody in their views and the experiences that I hope we get to hear from other people tonight. All right. So now that all of the, the yucky administrative stuff is out of the way, let's jump in. All right. So what is racial trauma? Um, I'm actually curious to know how many people have actually heard of this term before. I feel like it's something that has come up um, more and more, maybe over the past five years or so. Um, but in and I think that people are aware that racism has a huge impact on communities of color, but I don't know that we've always known it to be racial trauma. So racial trauma is the cumulative effects of racism on one's mental and physical health. Um, and it's been linked to anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and physical health issues, which um, I love to add physical health issues because oftentimes clients come in and they're like, I've been having these headaches or they complain of, you know, body aches and, and that type thing. And, and, or even high blood pressure, which is something that we see a lot in the black community. And they have no idea that it could be related to racism or the racial trauma that they experience oftentimes on a daily basis. So there are three particular ways that Black people experience racial trauma that we're going to focus on tonight. One being police brutality or police violence, uh, workplace discrimination, and microaggressions. Um, because we tend to experience these, um, these things at disproportionate rates when compared to other people, other cultures, and races. So uh, I want to quickly go over um, this particular slide because a lot of people don't know that there's actually a way to measure racial trauma. Um, there are a lot of clinicians and therapists who actually don't know that there's a way to measure racial, racial trauma. Um, Robert Carter, God bless him, he actually came up with this scale, um, the race-based traumatic stress symptom scale. I call it the RBT triple S scale just because it's a tongue twister. Um, but as a part of this scale, it really gives us the opportunity to dive deeper into, um, I guess, client stories of racism um, and their experiences, very specific experiences that they've had. And then we're able to measure, um, you know, these seven different categories of symptoms and which one stand out the most based on their the racism that they've experienced. Um, so those seven symptoms that are a part of this particular scale are anger, depression, intrusion. Um, so intrusive thoughts that we may have, hypervigilance, so being super alert and aware of what's going on around us or, you know, being worried about what might happen. Um, physical health issues, which I just talked a little bit about, low self-esteem and avoidance of, you know, certain things. Maybe you avoid police officers and maybe you avoid um, 
you know, certain stores where you think they may follow you around. There are different uh, types of avoidance that are related to race. So let's let's speak specifics. Let's talk about the specifics of these three different areas. So this graph here um, is really important. Essentially, the, the takeaway from this graph is that um, although African-Americans comprise roughly 13% of the U.S. population were killed by police officers at roughly twice um, the rate of our white counterparts. So, um, you know, we are a very a fairly small population, you know, in the grand scheme of things in the U.S., but the way, the rate at which we are killed by police officers is just incredible. I mean, it really is incredible. And so there's something to that. Um, so when we think about the the um, I think the effects of, you know, the black experience, the interactions that we have with law enforcement, there are a lot of symptoms, there are a lot of experiences that we feel as a reaction to that. And I just wanted to cover those um, very quickly, as well as go over some of the, the positive takeaways from these interactions, which can be a hard pill to swallow, but we'll get there in a moment. Um, so the negative effects that these experiences have on us, there's there's regular, just general trauma. There's race-based trauma. Um, there's race. Um, let's see here. Oh, sorry. Let's go back. There is race battle fatigue. So um, some of these I will explain because some are self-explanatory. Some you may not be familiar with, but race battle fatigue. Um, most of us have probably experienced it to some degree. Sometimes we as Black folk, we are just tired. Like we are just absolutely exhausted. We are fed up and we have nothing left to give. Right. And so when you have those moments where maybe you've been like watching, you know, the news or social media, of our people being killed and shot, um, et cetera. And you just can't take it anymore. It's like, I'm turning the TV off. I can't even look at any more of this. We're tired. That's what that is. That's race, ba racial battle fatigue. So um, also the fear of becoming a traitor. You know, how often is it that we may actually need the assistance of law enforcement, but we don't want to be the person to make that phone call. We don't want to be the ones who call the police and they come out and potentially harm someone who maybe they should have been arrested it. Maybe they just needed to have a conversation. The situation needed to be de-escalated, but no one wants to be that person that actually picked up the phone. Um, you know, we talk about snitches in our community a lot, and that's something that no one wants to, to be called. Um, also, anxiety, hopelessness, PTSD, so post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as PTSS. That's something that we'll touch on a little later, but post-traumatic slave syndrome, um, as well as psychological warfare. Um, so, you know, sometimes when we interact with law officers, they um, exhibit certain behaviors to intimidate us or to make us uh, feel, you know, a certain emotional response. So that's psychological uh, warfare. Also, shame, fear, depression, feeling very heavy, stress, of course, grief, anger, and then vicarious trauma is, uh, it's a term that you may have also heard of, but just in case, I'll explain it. So this is also called secondary trauma. And this is what I was actually just talking about seconds ago, which is when it's when the 
the experience doesn't happen directly to you, right? So when you are on social media and you see people like you being harmed or killed or on the news, or if it happens to a relative, if it happens to friends, people that we know, we can actually experience racial trauma vicariously through other people. Um, and it can have, and, and even when that, when that happens, we still see those seven symptoms come up on the RBT triple S scale. Um, so I, I don't want you to be mistaken that because it's not happening directly to us that it doesn't have a huge impact on us sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.